When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously, shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. When you do a sport like boxing, it is intense. Like you, you're going into a fight, you're going into a war, you're going in to something where you can come out hurt, you can come out on the other side. He realized the stakes of that fight, and he definitely realizes the stakes of this fight. Oh, when no one's punching at you and you haven't boxed before and they're letting you hit them, your natural instinct is to keep whacking them. So I had to make it, I was like, no, calm down, jab, just relax, relax, relax. One of the things I've been asked to ask you about more than anything yeah. is what happened with Deji. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. His speed, power, head movement, natural ability is literally better than JJ in my opinion. I've got the exposure that a lot of people strive really hard to get. I've managed to acquire it through a different angle now it's my job to make sure that all of this talk and all of this positive praise that i get just ends up being here you go i fulfilled what jj said i was gonna be which is a future world champion this week a man who needs an introduction on the true johnny <laughs> podcast vidal riley aka ksi's trainer aka potentially a future world champion well bloody hell so yeah. olympic a- gold medalist potentially yeah. in there no no not anymore that dream's gone gone pro oh, man now. gone pro now gone pro you got a silver medal didn't you i got a bronze bronze, ah, bronze that's right bronze, yeah. see I, I was listening a in, bronze so you're basically the star sort of of the KSI documentary can't lose a lot of people felt like you stole the show yeah. a little bit there. no i feel like it, it was just you know, when something's new, you always get more credit for it. Once it becomes normal, like JJ's used to being in the spotlight, they want to see JJ. So when he's there, it's like, okay, cool. We're used to seeing you do your thing. Oh, someone else is here that's got a personality. But no, it's, no, you're playing it down. But I remember from the day I met you, which was the Joe Weller press conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. thinking, you know, I just looked at you and I didn't know what to expect. Joe, Joe had his trainers. You, uh, JJ had you, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And when we sat down to talk on stage. <laughs> I became very aware very quickly that you were capable of talking on, on off the cuff. Yeah, Joe's yeah, trainers yeah. were like nowhere near what you were in terms of personality. Uh, so it was sort of obvious then. I was like, "Fuck okay. me, if this guy can box as well as he can talk, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. something there." You know, what it's I mean? important. No, you you need to have a bit of personality. You know, it's all good having skills, but if no one wants to watch and no one cares, then. What's the point? It came across very weird on that day, though, didn't it? Because obviously, to a lot of people at that time no one really had seen you training with JJ they knew you were training with JJ yeah 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 but it came across because no one had seen JJ box right or anyone no one you really knew about Joe or anyone else you guys were so laid back watching that back in the movie like yeah because it was confident yeah like, when you, <laughs> no when shit you, when you know what you're doing and you know the work you've put in you don't need to get hyper about it because yeah. you know and the thing is I told JJ from day one I said, okay, looking at Joe, watching his last fight, it's going to come at you. So what we're going to do is just sort out a camp that um, allows you to move, use your jab, keep him away from you. And then when he gets a bit tired, beat him. So we had that game plan from day one. And um, you can hear in the documentary, 
I'm like, he's going to be fit. He's mm-hmm. not going to get tired. He's going to pressure you. When people are running at you, do this, 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 and this. So when it came to the um, press conference and they were all tense, it just I thought, yep, he's just going to play right into our game plan. And it just made us calm. What do you think That's about YouTube saying. tension, though? Because it's not the same as... I've never been to a boxing press conference. Yeah, yeah. But it doesn't feel the same when a load of 14-year-olds are nervous as opposed to a room full of actual... Yeah, well, it's, it's hectic. Like, at a boxing press conference, obviously the demographic the age is a lot higher, so everyone's a bit more mature and... Less emotional. Less emotional. <laughs> there's a lot of emotion in that room. Yeah, there's, 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 <laughs> like, yeah everyone's neutral at like a pro boxing press conference. Whatever. Right. But here, it's like, I'm a fan of this person. I'm not a fan of you. I want you to win and not you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to insult your mom. I'm going to insult everyone and uh, hope that it gets in your head. Right. And it is hectic up there. And sometimes you just need to lay back and literally just let them do their thing. Because if you try and it just gets all messy so you just yeah, gotta let them have that, fun. That, crazy, yeah. going back to that press conference yeah. it was chalk and cheese the way you were like because I remember asking you at one point what's, what's JJ's biggest strength and you went everything everything yeah. <laughs> and we had a waterload of fucking bollocks <laughs> but I admired the fact that you were like um, you know playing the right game plan mentally yeah. to because you could see Joe and his trainers were a lot more stressed out than what you were. Yeah, they were, they were very tense, mm-hmm. very tense. Like we, I could see the body language of them were, we're gonna go out there, we're gonna be serious, we're gonna have a straight face, stern mm-hmm. face, and try and intimidate people by being a serious, like free serious guy sitting at the table, not mucking about. Mm-hmm. But it done the complete opposite, in my opinion. And when you come out and you're sitting there and you're holding yourself like this, looking down and just looking angry, it's just like. Don't need to do that. Mm. Just relax. The main thing that sort of blows my mind about you and the training and and everything I watched in the Can't Lose doc, how mature you are for your age. It, it, it blows that. me fucking mind to be honest. Because uh, like JJ is older than you. Yeah, and, yeah and JJ's like four it, years, five years. Old. <laughs> it really comes across like you're his big brother because. Yeah. You've obviously grown up fast in in doing the boxing and that. Is there anything else that's contributed to you being wise beyond your years? Well, I just think in terms of boxing, I've been doing it for so many years. I've been doing it like 15 years. So I guess anyone that does anything for that period of time, you're going to be extremely confident. You're going to be outspoken in what you're doing because you know you have everything to back it up. And also, I always am always hanging around people older than me. My parents didn't baby me. Like they from I was growing up, they just taught me. Well, you've been boxing since five. Yeah, so exactly. That's so definitely not babies. Crazy. To, I, weren't, I weren't really, I weren't really babies. I, I was just taught responsibility, morals, hard work from a young age. So now I'm still at a young age. I've managed to work myself into a good position. So later on in life, I can just chill back and be uh, immature as I want. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. When, when I look at so when I look at boxing as a yeah. as a business, it seems like. Um, the ones who click on the soonest that this is a show business as much as it is a sport are yeah. the ones who make the most money and are the 100%. most successful. 100%. And it feels like uh, your interaction with JJ, you're, you're going to learn a lot about the entertainment side of it. Um, and now you can almost join the skills that, that you've got with the showmanship of JJ and potentially... That's the thing. It's given me exposure to what a lot of pro boxers have never had. A lot of pro boxers haven't had half the exposure that I've mm-hmm. managed to get based off training JJ so there's excellent fighters out there very skillful fighters but you put them in front of a camera they can't talk you get an interview you get minimal words out mm-hmm. of them and everyone's just like oh, I don't even care anymore and being around JJ and being around 
all the other guys as well, not just to mention JJ. Like, obviously, I trained Cal Freezy, Calux, mm-hmm. uh, and he's big fighters. Like, big fighters. All guys yeah. that have big personalities, yeah. and being around those guys, you know, it pays off because then you, you just feed off them. Yeah. So, I want to talk about obviously your career and where you're wanting to go, but I think a lot of people will want to know a lot about like what's coming up to this big fight and sort of the story so far. So, yeah. can we sort of go back to when you first met JJ? Like, yeah. Had you seen videos of him before you met him? Yeah, I've seen a few videos. I've got a few family members that are strong fans of him. So I've seen the videos, but I never, I was never a guy that watched his his stuff, no. What was your impression of a couple of the videos and when you first met him? Like, what were going through your head when you met him? So I was thinking, I think because I already trained a lot of his friends before meeting him, when I met him, it was kind of like, oh, this was bound to happen type thing. Because it's such a close circle, YouTube community so small mm-hmm. I thought okay if I train you 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 and you and you're all friends with JJ at some point I'll meet him to what level I don't know um, but I knew at some point I'd bump into him and we would talk and whatnot. Um and it's actually because of Calyx why I started training JJ because the whole thing happened with Weller at the upload event JJ was training boxing with someone else and then Calyx said to him like my PT is a boxer and he's he's good like he Trust me, he's got good credentials behind it. And then I got a random follow from JJ one day on Twitter. Like, he didn't say anything. So it was just a random follow. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. So it's kind of, yeah, he followed me. He said, yeah, he'll probably get in touch with you soon and whatnot. So he came down to the gym where I trained all the guys. Done one session. Me and him had like a little spa. He was like, oh, okay, cool. He's, he's good. He's good. All the other guys were giving me all the, you know, information that he needed and everything. And then he said, "Yeah, let's let's get to work. Let's do some sessions." And then some of those back. early sessions, I seen some footage where Gibbo was pressurizing them, and he's he, he looked like a bag of shite. To be bless him, I mean, and obviously yeah. he's come on some way, so we can say that now. But of course, yeah, I think he's always had that power in his hands and whatever. But it's, it feels like throwing punches is one thing, but being able to take them is a, is a totally That's different thing. That's a whole thing. new thing. I think mm. everyone can punch. Anyone can punch. Taking punches is takes some learning yeah. and some discipline yeah uh-huh. throwing punches is easy but when he from the moment he hit the pads first time I said okay he hits hard mm-hmm. he was naturally quick and he hit hard so I thought this doesn't need to be our focus focusing on speed and power no everything needs to be now technique and actually making the speed and power and the technique all come into one but he's always had athletic ability in terms of um, punch power punch speed yeah, yeah. it's quite funny that because uh, <laughs> the kid he made his name sitting on the couch playing on FIFA. Yeah, it's a thing. Um, you have hidden uh, talents. And you see Joe, the first thing Joe said, because Joe's a gym rat, he loves the gym. And he says, I'm going to show you what an athlete is. Logan's saying similar things. And you're saying they may underestimate JJ's yeah, I feel like natural Logan, athleticism. Obviously, Logan's an athlete. We know he's wrestled. Wrestling's not easy. Yeah, for real. Let's not, let's not play it down. You mm. know, wrestling is a hard sport. Mm. Never tried it, but you don't need to get shot to know it hurts. You know what I mean? You can just, <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah. But at the same time, it doesn't mean someone can't start something and become better in that field. Mm. If it was a wrestling match, yeah, JJ's getting handled. It's a boxing match. He's boxed for longer. He's learning more advanced things that Logan has to catch up and learn if he wants to make this fight competitive. Mm -hmm. That's just a timing thing. You know, he started before, so he's learning more advanced things now. And that is why, as much as the fight is competitive, JJ takes the victory. He's, He's got heart. He didn't have to really show it against Joe. 
but I've seen I've put him in hard sparring we've sessions we've seen him I can't lose there was, a, there, there was that big muscular dude was that you? That's that you? Yeah. Right. Well, you see, now that you're stood in front of us, but I didn't realise like the size of you, but next to JJ, you look like a monster, to be honest with you. Yeah. They shot you. You you owe them a... Like, that was a good shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Literally, you look like, 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 like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, we, we, like so we, had, we, had to get, we had to get Leon in because he does Muay Thai kickboxing. Oh, I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah, but he's predominantly good with his hands. So I said... And uh, I said, oh, Leon, I'm like, I need you to get a couple rounds in with JJ. Then he was like, what do you mean? I was like, on him, on him. He's Those like, lips all right. were, yeah. were red like, raw at the end of that. Him. Then he said, all right, got the gloves on. And then you saw the, the footage. But that was for me to test JJ. Some people might think I was being evil or whatnot, but it was to see, can you deal with the flip, flip side of boxing? Because boxing isn't all landing shots, dancing away, looking pretty. Sometimes you're going to get clocked with hard punches can you take those punches and that's why I threw him in there with Leon I could put him in there with me but the fear's already there I'm his coach so he's never gonna really respond to me the same he didn't know Leon as well at the time so I'm gonna get some a random face bigger guy scary guy hit you did you drop on the floor yeah a couple times you got back up I said yeah you can box you that's cool you're tough enough that was the test because that was actually quite a funny scene to watch but I imagine I mean for us from the outside being like yeah that's hilarious I imagine being I JJ that was like, no JJ no no but J- JJ's reactions are quite comedic like he's like he's gonna fucking knock me out like yeah. that is hilarious it's really well timed comedically yeah. yeah. he looked at me off camera like to say if there's any time I'm gonna get rid of you as my coach <laughs> is today yeah uh, it, today I might make that decision that you actually don't have my best interest uh, at heart but you know, it all played out all right. It, it, what really struck me about the documentary is the relationship between you two. Because, again, it's sort of interesting to see... I think a lot of people think of trainers in the same way as they think of Rocky's trainer. You know, like an old guy Maybe. who's... Not, God bless him. <laughs> not subservient, but a little bit more experienced. But he's not physically got it anymore. Yeah, and like, you know, yeah. he do, he's, it's, it's different. Well, not every boxer... It's a bit like footballers. Not every good footballer makes a good manager. Not every boxer can be a coach. And it's sim- yeah, and, and we see that with modern-day football managers as well, like Bobby Robson, Jose Mourinho, Rafa Benitez. All these guys are clever outside the ring. But that's like a, that's become a bit of a stereotype of people who've gone to the side. Your relationship yeah. with him is a little bit different. And I, thought, I think it's really interesting to see the way that you build him up, the way that you yeah. are... The way that you're helping him without being like... I'm, you know, I'm lower than you. You two are on a very similar level. It yeah, seems. our relationship goes hand in hand. You know, he helps me in aspects of my life that I couldn't help myself. Right. In uh, that's in all honesty, you know, he's done things for me that I, you know I have to always say I'm mad appreciative for, and vice versa. Like he needed the skills in order to get in the position he's in. I needed the exposure and uh, you know the experience of all the other side of things besides boxing you know how to social media presence and how to handle other things so we literally bounce off each other perfectly and um, I feel like when you do a sport like boxing it is intense like you're going into a fight you're going into a war you're going in to something where you can come out hurt you can come out on the other side so when you're walking to the ring with those people behind you if you're not trusting at least mm. if one person's missing in that that you don't trust you're going to feel it you, you that energy you can feel it you need to walk to the ring and know okay what he says I can listen 100% and not doubt it you don't want to have a coach and go uh, yeah I think you should jab more and you're thinking in your head should I should mm. I jab more that yeah. isn't good when you were when you were coming out of the ring 
the booze were ringing out um, you can hear your voice clearly going yeah that's what we want that's what we that's want, what we want. It's you're, true. you're we in his head that. constantly yeah, but, we need that because mm. I, for someone he's obviously he's done lots in his life he's achieved crazy <coughs> things but he's never boxed before he's never been in an arena that probably are booing him before he's always everyone's hero JJ is the, is the man most of the time so walking out and hearing booing I had to just let him know look that's calm we want that we want that and at the end of the fight you see in the documentary uh, they, yeah. they caught so much on that mic that, was really, <laughs> yeah, they caught that, a lot that really that helped make that moment yeah. come to life I said then. to him they're not booing now mm. that's why that booing shit doesn't matter because they're not booing anymore and then he was like yeah it's true that's why now we don't take in all of that we don't take in all that stuff and I think it said a lot at the press conference most recently um, with Logan when he was getting that negative Firing, 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 and then he said, "No, I ain't gonna have this." It must be difficult. Can, can for, we just yeah. go in on that a second? Because obviously we're going to fast forward a little bit. But yeah. uh, you were there, and you've obviously psychoanalyzed the way Joe Wallace crew handled it last yeah. time. What did you make of both press conferences this time? I feel, I'm be completely honest with you. The it was good. The, the last press conference with Logan, the most recent one, it was a good press conference. I wanted some sit down and I wanted some questions, mm-hmm. if I'm honest. Me too, I, mate. I, Me too. I, I, I know, I felt, I, feel like, I feel like just as it was about to stop, the onslaught was about to stop, he left. I think literally a minute more, you would have got them to sit down and yeah. we would have had some table and some questions. Yeah. From our perspective, it's great. At the end of the day, we, we managed to handle the LA press conference way better than they handled uh, the UK one Jake handled it well in my opinion for what he could do I agree I, th- I actually come out with a, yeah. quite a lot of respect for Jake because yeah. when Jake walked out on that stage uh, even stood behind Jake that was the first wave of hate that yeah. we had from the crowd like he, he and I was a bit like could. fucking hell and he just walked out like it was nothing Like, and I, I did respect that there wasn't much he could do but he done what he, he done what he could do and I give him credit for that uh, obviously Logan t- took the approach of I've come to sit down and answer some questions. We're not going to do like a WWE type thing, which is which was his approach. But at the end of the day, we went to LA. We took our Walmart chance. We took all the backlash. So it was our time to let some steam off. And just before uh, that all ended, he left. So it was an unusual situation for him to go into because actually I feel like also the press conference in LA didn't feel like many of those punches landed on JJ. Like shouting Walmart, JJ's just there like, Cool. Yeah, cool. It's not like, it doesn't really matter. What is warm up? The one but, thing uh, I picked up from this, uh, the press conferences personally, was the fact that Logan was the one to lose his cool first on both occasions. He was the one who put his hands on JJ point. the first, the first time, yeah. and he was the one who stormed off the second time. And if and this isn't me having a pop, because I am staying neutral, I've, I've no, made a point of that, but if you're going to be good in the ring you always have to try and keep your cool like as long as possible 100% like, I feel with I feel you know this is not digging anyone out it's just speaking facts and what's been shown he has lost his core twice um, and that's one of those things that you can't get rid of overnight I think that's JJ's biggest strength in my opinion JJ has the ability to wind cool. people up and he has the ability to stay very calm himself and that makes him um, a dangerous opponent it's a real ability isn't because, it to be able to yeah, wind because he like... can get in Joe Willis' head mm-hmm. he, he got in Joe Willis' head um, and remain calm mm-hmm. after the push situation he remained calm mm-hmm. and after, um, after he thrown the security guard after he threw the security guard five thousand feet I remember seeing it when the guys invited me to go 
um, because as I said I've been training his friends for a while so they said oh do you want to come um, upload this into Tobacco Docs and I was like nah I ain't gonna come and you should come happened. through man it was, it was good fun There was everyone <laughs> no, was just doing this but but the thing is um, so Joe Rogan describes fighting as um, I think it's critical thinking with dire consequences right. and the more uh, calm you are within that mm-hmm. moment the better decision making you're gonna have and I think that, that's why I uh, after the press conference I just thought to myself Logan definitely has a temper on him and yeah. J- and JJ um, I'm always astounded at how calm he is under all the mayhem like when he come out all those booze and he just seemed so calm it, it sort of surprised us I, I, one thing I think is important as well is he really got into his dad and his dad lost his cool yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not me taking a shot at him I don't know I don't really know much about their family yeah. But it must be difficult because Logan must be thinking. Listen, I can take a load of shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, when someone's digging your dad out, it's but especially good. when it's, it's someone hard. that you grew up respecting and I, that you I, really I, love. I, I try to put myself in um, other people's shoes. You know, it's a hard thing to do as humans. Mm. We live from for, from our view, so taking yourself out is a hard thing. But you take yourself out, and I sit there and I think, okay, I'm Logan. Crowds do, saying all of this stuff mm-hmm. to me. Uh, insulting my family and calling my girlfriend a home all of these things mm. it's going to get to me I would have I would have started twitching under the table but um, I think in that in that moment I would have nothing lasts forever that wouldn't have gone on forever then the actual questions would have came I would think I would have sat down boiled up and then went okay whew, questions Geordie what you got what you got to ask it, it did strike me there was no one on that side or on Logan's team who was doing the don't worry about the booing thing. Like no one was. You know the way you that. got in the changes. Yeah, yeah. Straight in. Did feel like uh, the whole team. You, you were on the stage, weren't you? And the, the, uh, he, he could have had a bit more support from his yeah. team to be like, yeah, I we got this, we got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Within our camp, within our camp, for all the fighters that I train, we got a bond. We all got a bond beyond boxing. If JJ never put gloves on again, I'd still go to his house and see him. It's a lovely same house. Same with... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. But, um, same the, with, same yeah. with all the other guys that I train and everyone else that's fighting. There is a bond outside of the ring. So when people are booing, I'm not I'm not just saying it as a coach. I'm saying it as a, as a friend. Listen, no, I get that. Yeah. don't take in this stuff. You don't need to take this in. But we, it didn't seem like he had that. And yeah. also, if it, I was so I was watching the press conference across the stage looking at all of his camp. Yeah. He had the Welsh guy the the one who's the prankster he had Shannon Briggs he had his dad uh, I think Jake Jake was there for a little while and then mm-hmm. stepped back there were loads of people all of them were just stood there going what it, is I, going it on was, it was it was I comical any, anyone would have been shell shocked yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it was comical but can we go back to the, the actual Weller fight yeah, yeah of course, of course. I thought um, when I watched the documentary the advice you gave JJ and the way you spoke so calmly to him and like you you just seems so confident at that moment uh, how do you decide what you're going to say in between rounds like because yeah, so you've got such a small window yeah, of time a very small you window. have to make sure what you're saying is, this is important where, this is where the experience comes in mm. I could watch boxing I could sit down I could sit down with my dad sit down with Leon watch boxing watch two minutes of a round and be like he's going to lose because you can just see there's certain signs there's certain body languages behaviours how the person's being manoeuvred does that go like up from that? every level then does yeah, that go like, from amateur all the way up to when yeah. you're watching say Joshua yeah, yeah. or something I can watch like an amateur fight and say mm, he's going to lose this right. I can watch AJ uh, and be like oh he's going to be it's a long night he ain't stopping him early right. like, you can just tell and when you're watching the lower the level 
the easier it is to dissect. Bit like poker in a sense. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm watching if I'm watching a pro fight, it might take me longer to say, Oh, I don't know about this one. Watching JJ Box, watching um Joe Box, I can literally go forty seconds, he needs to do this more, he needs to do that more. If he does this, that will work. Mm-hmm. Because the level how advanced the boxing is, I can just work it out quickly. What was going through your head? Yeah. Because I, I, I was a bit closer to Joe than I was to JJ before the fight. Wait, so wait. I mean I could have made that more obvious. Um <laughs> During the fight, when Joe yeah. comes out and isn't throwing, yeah. uh, what were you thinking? So my initial thought was he was trying to tire JJ out. Which is what you, you said after the fight. But that is my genuine... I said, I was in the corner. I looked at Leon and I said, he's going to punch himself out. He's going to punch himself out. Because it's, that like boxing, is a, it's, it takes it. You need to do it to really know how it feels to, like, to be in a certain situation. So when no one's punching at you, and you haven't boxed before and they're letting you hit them your natural instinct is to keep whacking them you don't think okay I'm gonna take a bit of time off just pop my jab out mm-hmm. and, and see you just go oh free for all so I had to make it and I was like no calm down jab just relax 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 turns out you didn't punch really anyway but just in case we had to have him to save his energy because I was honestly thinking he's gonna make him wear him down wear him down wear him down and then get him in like round four or five or something right. like that yeah I think when one thing I did pick up anyway from watching some of the sparring sessions that Joe had is uh, he wasn't as naturally gifted as JJ as yeah. it happens anyway. Yeah. But I did feel like the coaching that JJ was getting was much higher of a level than what I see in Joe getting. Like some of the sparring sessions Joe got uh, when I watched his documentary, I was like, "Wow!" Like, what are you? Yeah, what I are watched you doing? it. I watched it in Vegas when we went to Vegas. Yeah. Um, I was. I watched it there. And um, I looked at it and I said that the, the trainers are not vocal. Mm-hmm. With when you watch Can't Lose, I'm talking every every scene. JJ, do this. You need to do this more. If da, da, da. when you was watching Joe's doc, it was like his coaches are just on the side, no words. It felt like they were trying to beast him into a point. Yeah, of, it was like, kind of like okay, you're watching him. He's getting hit with certain punches repeatedly. Are you going to tell him? To get his hands up, or are you just gonna wait till the end of the round and wipe blood from his nose? Yeah, you need to help. You're there to coach him. He hasn't boxed before. Mm. He needs the extra direction. I, I give Joe credit. The, the, the lad's got heart. Like tough. That. And yeah. I said that in the in the post fight interview yeah. when you asked me as well. I said he's tough. Yeah. Because he he's trained not as hard. Biggest JJ naturally. No, he, he trained big. hard. Uh. He trained really hard. One hundred percent. We know he trained hard. That's why I pushed JJ as hard as I did. I knew he was gonna graft. He took some punches in there. That for someone that hasn't boxed before or had the one fight before, um, that takes on doing. I've seen people drop from less, um, and for him to go in there and take the punches that yeah. he did, and even he was he would have kept going because he didn't fall, he didn't mm. drop on the floor. Yeah, like it was he, it was coming, but yeah, it was coming. Mm-hmm. But we we can talk on what could have happened, but what actually happened? He firm credit shots him. credit to him, mm. and and me and Joe have spoken since and um, he will tell you I've given him the utmost respect when it comes to Logan has organised a sparring session with Joe that's about to happen this week yeah Uh, what do you make of that manoeuvre the only way that becomes relevant in any way is if Logan dispatches Joe in sparring with sheer ease and just says look one punch bang 
there you go. That's how I would have dealt with it. Do you think that's, that's what Logan's looking to do by getting yeah, well, a like 100%. Going to use him as a thermometer not, sort of thing. He's of where not he is. Joe's friend. They're not known to be friends <laughs> or even associate with each other. No. The only reason why he'd be using Joe is because Joe's the only person to box JJ. And it's a good way of saying, okay, it took you three rounds. When I yeah. box Joe, I can do him like this. That's the only reason. It's not to help him out or give him any publicity or anything yeah. like that. It's simply to make JJ look bad and say I can one better you which is pretty empty anyway because JJ's also changed as a fighter since then this, he's the thing, the, the, this is what people have to realise he's not fighting Joe Weller so whatever he does to Joe Weller credit to him but Styles mate fights it doesn't matter there's and, people that are it really doesn't matter how he gets rid of Joe yeah. right he's not fighting and Joe, Joe uh, I openly admit he's been on holiday since that mm. fight basically yeah. hasn't touched a glove since then Into so Egypt. you're not you're not actually fighting the Joe that Peak JJ Jeff. fought yeah. even exactly you're going to be fighting that's rusty yeah. Yeah, rusty Joe so you're talking about someone who's been on the beach for three months um, and all but I did think I did message Joe to be honest mm. and I went uh because I thought in my head JJ was too big for him and, and Logan's bigger than JJ yeah. I just went just keep your fucking hands up yeah because the reach that that kid's going to have on you is going to be this, insane this is the thing I think Joe is going to Joe got hard we know he got hard he's not going to go in there and lay down he's going to go in there and do what he can do and whatever happens happens but um, yeah I'm not surprised Logan's doing this like he's in the country he wants to get things Piping up a bit more. Mm. Let's let's say I'm gonna spar with Weller and get the whole internet going crazy. That's what he's good at. Is. How much do you pay attention to that camp site? That like their camp because you know, this is the thing. That is the worst thing you can do. Right, paying attention to other people's camp is a sure way to forget about yours. Mm-hmm. We got we know what we need to be doing. They're gonna do what they're doing regardless of what we're watching or not. It doesn't matter. We, we've seen the little TMZ footage of his sparring that could have easily obviously he probably gave it to him because how comes nothing else has ever been released it's Mm -hmm. just that sparring so he gave him a little something and it's all a pinch of salt really I need to make sure JJ's in the best condition if JJ's in the best condition he wins when I fight if I'm in the best condition I win I don't need to worry about what anyone else is doing and I take that same philosophy game plans also though do do help and you're in a really a bit of a disadvantage because you have not got anything on Logan Mm -hmm. uh, other than the fact that you know how he's built and you know he's pretty athletic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although I'm sure that you've got the experience to know now roughly how those kind of guys would come out naturally anyway. Yeah, but the thing is, Logan's at a disadvantage as well because sometimes it's worse to have preconceived ideas than no ideas at all. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when you go into something expecting and thinking, oh, this is going to happen or this is his weakness mm. and then the weakness ain't there, it can set you back it more than if you went in there with an empty mind. Mm. So I feel like Logan's at a disadvantage to the plain eye it seems that JJ's at disadvantage because there's footage for him to watch but if there's improvements made the footage becomes void and that's my that's my goal in this camp is to make that footage and the next footage look completely different JJ has you yeah. and we've already established that Logan I don't know who the fuck Logan's trained with but yeah but what I, I was going more down the route of just positive because one thing that really struck me as well about the first fight we're sort of skipping all over the place here but mm. about the first fight was that if JJ's training with you you naturally pick up body language you pick up movements you'll be watching other people fighting I didn't feel like Joe was holding it it's not criticism of Joe but I didn't feel like Joe was holding himself in the same way that JJ was the transformation that JJ went through physically he looked like he was carrying himself as a different person let alone that and what's interesting is I want to know how you got to the point where you are now like who was the person who got you to this point 
So my dad taught me how to box when I was six. He said, well, when, even when I was two, he just used to muck, like mess about, <laughs> mess about with me. Was he a boxer? Yeah, yeah, he right. was a boxer. He, he never got to any sort of level that's like recognizable, but he just done it enough to learn the sport and say, when I have a son, he, you're going to get to where you can get to based off my knowledge. So right. yeah, I used to just muck about. I went to the boxing gym when I was six. Where was that? Oh, so I used to what, what the first boxing gym. Yeah. Oh, that's Repton Boxing Club. So that's in Bethnal Green. So right. not even too far from here. But um, started off there, done a bit of boxing, and I always trained a lot at home. Mm-hmm. I was never a person to rely on the coaches in the gym. Mm-hmm. I was fortunate enough to have my dad there. When you're in an amateur boxing club, there's over thirty kids in there. Your trainer can only tell you so much, and they prioritize the time for the people that they think will win national championships and etc. So if you're you're not got that extra person there you just end up on the wayside so I was lucky I had my daddy to just guide me through guide me through teach me parts of the sport watch boxing practice 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 and then yeah man it's just all gone to here now and is that same is it the same in the way that you're speaking to JJ because it strikes me that like there are Premier League managers who don't seem to be able to motivate people I mean Gareth Southgate definitely doesn't seem to be able to motivate anyone in the way that you seem to be able to it's, it's, it's personalities it's personalities I feel like I've trained don't get me wrong I've trained people that I can't connect with Mm -hmm. they they don't take to my style of training it's too hard it's a bit too harsh I I might uh, I get frustrated a bit too easy on them I'm not a a perfect trainer no way but for JJ I'm perfect because his temperament and my temperament they gel together yeah Mm -hmm. we gel together there's people I train that they just can't get to grips with how I do things because I'm harsh. You can see I'm harsh. Well, you've you grown can... up in it though. Like I've been to a lot of amateur boxing nights. Yeah, growing up in Newcastle and that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you see, like, I mean, if I, if you went there, like these these eight year olds and they're like fucking ninjas. Like, you know what I mean? And That's you're looking what I mean. at them like fucking hell. You've got That's fighting impressive. mentality from yeah. a young age. I got installed with a fighting mentality, mm-hmm. discipline of what's right, what's wrong, what needs to be done compared to what you want to do. You know, there's a, there's a fine line between what you want to do and what needs to be done. So JJ might not want to spar with Leon, for example, but it needed to be done. And that is the line that I work in, what needs to be, not what he wants to do. Has he sparred with Leon since? No, he okay. doesn't need to. No. He knows him too well now, so it ain't the same. Right, okay. Subconsciously, Leon won't lay into him the same. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's fair. Going, yeah. going to uh, the moment in Vegas where you're in yeah. the Mayweather gym yeah. and Logan walks in the door yeah. uh, can you describe what that was like for us Cause obviously so there was there. a lot of rumours going around there's a little bit of it was a bit tight mm-hmm. and it was like oh Logan's going to turn up at the gym he's going to turn up at the gym I'm we got to remember primarily I'm a boxer so I'm in the Mayweather gym I'm thinking about boxing I'm not thinking Logan's the last of my thoughts I'm just thinking I'm in the Mayweather gym I'm about to wrap my hands I'm about to get, get on the heavy bag and do some work and um, I just hear, yeah, Logan might turn up, Logan might turn up. Boom, walks in the gym. And then there's people in there that don't know who JJ and Logan are. So they're just thinking, who's this guy that's just walked into the gym and the whole gym stopped and surrounding what's going on. So there's pe- the whole gym literally stopped. Saw those guys going out, having their confrontation. What do you think, uh, Logan, because size-wise... You're obviously going to be more aware of like how big JJ is compared yeah. to him and think about. He got that. height on him. He's got height on him. He's a he's a bigger person. He's just actually he's, he's a quite bigger a six set dude, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, he's lost since boy. that since Vegas. He's lost a lot of weight. He's lost a lot of weight. Is since there a, is there a weight agreement here? No, there isn't. There isn't. But really? I I 
rough guess that Logan will come in around 90, 92 kilos, roughly. That's what I guess. What um, was JJ for a while I fight? JJ was 83. So he was, he's, he's put on weight, but this is one thing. Everyone gets too caught up on weight. Right. They get too caught up on weight. When you're within a certain bracket, if, you, if you're more skillful, you can, you, you can take the person out. The weight isn't as big a deal as everyone makes it. At the end of the day, it's not, JJ's not fighting you. If he was fighting you, he could be as skillful as he wants. One club, a bump down. Fair enough. Thank you for that. <laughs> but the uh, weight difference is not that drastic. Mm. So we're not trying to focus on, oh, okay, if Logan's 90, let's be 90 as well. Let's be 92 with him. No, because it's going like to well, I got wrapped up in that a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. going I, I to I say that. I feel like Willow was in, would have been in better shape to fight JJ when he were at the upload press conference. If he stayed around that weight, he would have been easy. He would have performed better. I feel like he spent so much time getting the size that um, it started to hinder his speed yeah. and his performance. I was thinking from my point of view for the fight, I was like, if I'm, if I'm well, I would want to be lean and quick exactly. and around that ring and be hard to pin down like and Pacquiao style. That, in and might out be, and just, that might be why Logan has lost weight yeah. because he might be thinking the same thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not wrestling. I'm going to be a boxer. I need to be in and out. I need to be nimble. So this is good. It's very exciting. Like none of these things are a threat. People would think, oh, is it a threat? You just, no, it makes it great. It makes it even better when we win. That's always my mentality. I don't look at it like, okay, he's lost weight, so it's going to be hard. No, it's, it's going to be like, okay, he got in shape. Yeah, he's got abs and we still took him out. Like that's, <laughs> that's the mentality. Yeah. That's the way to look at it. This is what we bring. This is the energy we bring into the camp. There's no negativity. There's no, uh, yeah, his he's biceps bigger than yours. So, you know, nah, doesn't matter. What's the training camp being like then for Logan? Because it does, it does feel like JJ is in more danger than he was last time for a potential. Yeah, he uh, is. Upset. He is. He is in more danger. This is why. That's why it's a bigger fight. Yeah. If he was fighting someone um, that was the same, possessed the same danger as Joe, how many of us would be interested? Well, yeah, because I looked at I interviewed JJ just before the fight, and JJ was like more confident than Conor McGregor going into this I, yeah. I remember coming away and me, me and him were on the train and I was like I, I've sure. never known anyone so confident before fighting me whole fucking so night. difficult because it's no one had anything to judge that yeah, no one had anything he's to either judge fucking it deluded or he's or absolutely he's... sure he's going to win I felt obviously he was right but yeah. meeting him in real life really changed what the way that I felt about the whole situation because we both we'd seen Joe and the temperament of Joe at that mm. point and we'd seen JJ in the temperament of JJ Joe was talking very well before the fight there's a lot of I think Joe like credit to Joe again like he really it, Joe did what Joe could do in that time and also yeah. all these things yeah. but, but JJ was just another level when we walked out of that house it was crazy but I was it? thinking to myself like if he there's a danger in winning against Joe that you gain confidence that you can just do that and then when you take on someone as big and strong as Logan who is as fit as Logan is if you come in with that same mentality exactly. you need to give him more respect yeah you hit the nail on the head that's exactly true mm -hmm. what you said is right that's why for this camp we, we've hired sparring partners we've got specific sparring partners with different styles and experience there's people in that JJ spars that can he he won't get the better of or he really will struggle to get the better of because they're experienced and they box and that is all because of what you just said it's not Joe Weller the same way Logan can say I'm not Joe it's like you're right you're not Joe so what we're going to do is we're going to adjust we're going to make things harder for JJ put JJ in situations in camp that he wasn't in for the Joe camp 
So when we do fight, he can possess the same confidence because the the workload has adjusted with the opponent. So yeah. his confidence can just match and stay where it was. Not same camp, different yeah. guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's going to be like Joe and then get laid into. No, yeah, he adjusted I, it, yeah. After watching the first fight, obviously, really impressed with um, the output. Like, uh, I think the exact same night mm. there was a... There was another boxing fight on where JJ actually landed more punches than, 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 than the guys. And, yeah, and I must yeah. admit, I remember being in the third round and thinking he's just not slowing down. Like mm. the engine on him was really impressive. Uh, but if there was a weakness, and I'm, I don't think I'm saying anything that nobody doesn't know yeah. already. He was hands down, chin yeah, available. Yeah. He, and he, again, you hear that in the documentary. I'm yeah. just like they say. Uh, they asked me what's JJ's weakness. Mm. I said his defense, and um, that was me being honest. Mm. And it's not. This is what honesty is about everyone can see the truth some people speak it and some people choose to avoid it I can see his defence is bad Logan can see his defence is bad he don't take rocket science to work it out what my job is is to make these things a myth change that and that's what this whole camp has been about improving his defence improving his overall boxing ability mm-hmm. so that these things become hearsay it's going to be an interesting fight like very, interesting, very interesting very interesting fight I, when I watched Count Lose last night I, I was like Oh, I'm really looking forward to this now. <laughs> one, thing, one thing that did strike me about uh, it was obviously we saw how JJ felt on that night. Yeah. How are you feeling? Because obviously there was a, you, you were quite contrast. At one point you're quite playful when you're getting him ready for the fight and yeah. then the next second you're like, but you're mentally ready. Oh, you're sitting on the night of the Joe fight? On the night of yeah. the Joe fight. So the, this, is, this is how I am. So in the change room, there's music on. We've got all spray the... Water. Spray and water. Spray and water and we're happy and everything's jolly. Once you get in, the gloves are on, you step through the ropes. That's it. Mm-hmm you got to be willing to go to war and your corner have to be the same. I can't be, let he can't go in there, Joe hitting him with big shots and I'm just jolly all on the side. No, it's serious. And as soon as he won and as soon as we hop out of the ring, we jump around and we're all jolly again. you got to know when to switch it on and switch it off. So I, I did float between the two because you don't need me in the changing room as your coach. You're about to have the biggest night of your life and I'm just walking around. Stressed out. Stressed out and stern <laughs> You're going to argue. Oh, no. The guy you look to for confidence and that motivation on the night is is like this. You're going to think, oh, maybe I should feel like this too. Because his demeanor changed it very very visibly in the documentary. I don't want to give away everything. You probably still have to watch it. But Buy it, it yeah. changes yeah, you definitely have quite to it. a lot. It is a, it is a really good documentary. I think it's, really it's, cr- it's crazy, man. What after party managed to do with it. Mm. Well but done, the, the, well done. Yeah, but the point is well. though that you uh, he was he completely changed on that day like he was very quiet he was very introverted how that's were you when you saw that because Calix and those guys were sort of making fun of him a little bit like, the thing is I wasn't with him earlier in the day yeah so we was maintaining contact obviously through text and whatnot. I was just asked him how you feeling you know big day how you feeling he was like yeah I'm good and you know JJ's always like yeah I'm good I'm good I'm good you have to know him to dig, dig a little bit some fighters throw up before they go out yeah some, some people don't know how to handle some it like, freak I expect him to go quiet I'm, I'm the same about a night the day before maybe even in the week before I start to get a bit into my zone where I'm not as sociable I start to you know just watch boxing and just go into my own little zone but I feel like that's needed it's good it's good for focus it's good to realise the stakes of things so you don't take it for granted mm. he realised the stakes of that fight and he definitely realises the stakes of this oh, fight this is the, this is the one the pride it's this, I, I look at it as pride when I get in the ring it's a pride thing to, you don't want someone else to say walk around saying I got the better of you I beat you every time you look at that person they can say I won you're below me it's a pride thing you know in your career how did you because obviously you've 
God, you've had probably over 100 fights, I imagine. No, not that bad. You know, I only had 50 amateur fights. Right. Yeah. So is that all? What, what, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. To be fair, that isn't that many, actually. Yeah, it's it? not too bad. Yeah. I, you know, um, 50 fights. Did you, I don't know how many you lost, but when yeah. you did lose. So I had I had 50 fights and I won 49, 41. So I, wow. I, lost nine, I lost nine fights. How did you deal with defeat? The first defeat's the hardest. When was that? When did that um, come? I was 15 and 0 at the time. Wow. And I started taking things for granted. You know, I'm young. I was like 14. I'm just like, you know, this boxing thing's pretty chill. Like, I get in, I win. <laughs> like, I get in, I win. Hanging and, around uh, Green, having a good yeah, time. Yeah, I'm just like, you know what? This is pretty chill. So um, I won a one few national titles at that point and everyone's singing my praises. And I'm just like, you oh, know, this is pretty chill. And then uh, the funny thing is my dad, the guy that I was fighting, he was a national champion. He's from Wales. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a national champion. And then we have like the Great Britain tournament and I won it the year before. So I was like, oh, cool. of course I'm going to win it again. Just rock up. Back to back. Yeah, rock up back to back and uh, we'll win this. And then my dad said, you got to be careful of this guy because he has the style that you seem to not know how to deal with right now. So you need to make sure you focus, get an early night, boom, boom, boom. All the stuff that a dad would tell you. Then I went in there and I thought, ah, that's chill. It's just like, and he beat me. And it was a points decision. Right. Um, it, I lost I, did, I clearly lost I didn't get battered but I did clearly lose the fight it, it's not hard to work out I lost the fight um, and from that point it burns that was my first time I thought okay I'm not I'm not invincible I can be beaten mm. and it's a hard feeling because you're like I thought that I was going to piss it mm. and then some guy is walking around and you stand on the podium and his podium's just a little bit higher than yours middle's a different colour you can look down and you shake your hand and say well done and you're like yeah that burns. I don't like this. That burns. And and the reaction of your dad? Oh, let's not talk about it. <laughs> let's that not bad. talk about it. That bad. But you I know, fucking you know what you. He, he yeah. always he always yeah. says to me, you know, in all honesty, he always says, I don't care if you lose. He said it's how it goes, but he said it's how you lose and mm-hmm. why you lose. If you lose because you didn't do your sprints and you should have done your sprints, or because you could have kept your left hand up and you was dropping it, he said now you're just you're taking a piss. If you're gonna lose because you went and put your heart out, he put his heart out, and then he got the upper hand. Cool, that's fine. But I feel like losing always the feeling of losing it. The term it depends on how you lost. I've lost fights where I've clearly lost, like my first one. I've lost fights that are like this nip and tuck and you're like if I'd done that a little bit more I would have won and that burns that burns as well but it all depends and then there's fights I've lost that I thought I won mm-hmm. where I was really convinced I won and amateur boxing is a bit dodgy though for yeah that. It, I've, it has I've, its I've, moments it has its moments one of was on Team GB I mentioned uh, uh, Lawrence Oswecki oh yeah Lawrence um, Oswecki yeah, yeah I remember and yeah. he was like uh, high level he's just turned pro recently and he's doing well But um, surround yourself with the best Lawrences yeah this is it <laughs> and um I remember there's some decisions that go around Shaky. and you think fuck yeah hell. I've had a couple of them I've had, yeah. and they're normally when you travel normally when you go yeah. to tournaments you're that crowd they're yeah there's a few shaky ones wasn't but, that Irish boxer who Conor McGregor walked out he he had a yeah, right go uh, at the Olympics Michael Conlon that's I think what he, he did a rant on uh, BBC yeah because he like, he, he fucking won. stinks <laughs> it's true because they do they take people's dreams away yeah. mm-hmm. you know I remember I was 15 I went to the European Championships in Russia Worked my way all the way to the final. Had a Russian guy in the final. Wow. Beat him. Clearly beat him. Everyone's watching on the stream. I always I always go with my dad's view. If he says you won, I, he doesn't lie to me. I'll be like, oh, cool, I won. He texts me, he said, yeah, you got that. And I lost. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. 
Really? Like, but then it happens, and then you you learn to grow with it. You learn to get over it. It happened again to me in the Youth Olympics. I was fighting the world number one. He's got a good reputation. I beat him. I beat him. And to this day, I still believe I beat him. And he got the decision. And it just burns because you're like, if I won that, I would have went there and I would have got this and I would have got this. And they just take it from me. Let's hope that they've got good judges at in, least, yeah. uh, in the next fight. <laughs> yeah. um, it's Shannon Briggs. As a rest, if JJ were to lose this fight, obviously you're not thinking about that no, particularly. No, Knowing him as well as you do now, how do you think you would deal with that? I think with JJ, I think he would uh, immediate demand of a rematch. <laughs> I agree with that. Immediate demand of a rematch, uh, and um, I feel like you'd see a lot of outside aspects of his life get ditched okay. for a decent amount of time to avenge what happened. It feels like uh, I, I feel like we're going to see a rematch regardless because oh yeah, with with the- see that, that, that's I'm. I want to get in the way of that, right? Really, that's my goal. My goal is to make Logan think. Fuck I don't want a rematch. Fuck no rematches. Yeah, I, that is the truth. When I'm preparing JJ for this camp, I say to him almost every time I see him, "There's no LA show. There's no LA fight. There's no US fight. You fight him, you beat him convincingly enough. He says, you know what? Fair dues. I don't need to watch you again.' That annoys me. I want to go to LA. Lo- lo- I, <laughs> Logan yeah. is. But what we've picked up about both of the, the one thing that couple of things that these lads have got in common is they're, they're used to being the winner they're, they're big egos yes. they, they want to dominate yes. Alpha of a group and, and I do feel like um, regardless I don't think either of them are going to handle it well if, if uh, whoever can wins. I say one thing as well JJ was the only person in the last fight who had a group of people waiting to rush the ring if he won yeah and Joe had and I respect Joe I think again he's got a very small circle he's got his mom he's got his cousins but they're not the same um rambunctious group of people who are going to rush a ring whoever loses in this fight there's going to be a lot of people in that ring afterwards do you know I what feel, I mean I feel like if if Joe would have won on February the 3rd the, the arena would have went crazy yeah absolutely crazy. Crazy. But they, the crowd. Crowd. Yeah, there wouldn't have been that same crazy. iconic what now we have those iconic images of yeah, JJ being yeah, lifted yeah, by, his friends. In, by his yeah. friends and stuff. yeah no I know what you mean I feel, I feel like um, in Manchester it's going to be even more crazy because yeah. now the crowd bigger arena like Jay that's real you won't hear yourself no I, I don't I honestly don't think you will hear yourself mm-hmm. when JJ wins if it's I'm, gonna if go I'm Logan, crazy if I'm Logan man. after how um, how that went at the last press conference and how the crowd were I mean that I've, we've been we've commentated at Wembley and places like that but being in such a contained space the volume seemed like magnified because it was so enclosed and you know when you watch Rocky and um, I think he's playing like Drago crowd chants yeah, or whatever. Yeah, if yeah. I'm Logan I'm playing like JJ crowd chants to get to used get to that yeah. because I Jeez, feel like um, <laughs> that is just like the crowd are going to be like that do you the know thing, what I mean the thing is I feel that's true he should, he should do it I feel, Joe one thing that stuck out for me for from Joe's documentary is when he said he runs listening to uh, white noise or he runs this into to block out the sound and block out the crowd and that that puzzled me yeah I, I thought put some uh, like heavy metal on me just yeah anything. he said he's going to listen to that just to block out the sound and yeah. you know it, it, these things are a factor it, it's going to affect Logan whether it affects him positively or negatively is entirely up to him and how he prepares but it's going to affect him you're not going to walk into an arena in a country that's not yours 
with the crowd supporting the other guy and not be affected. You can either use it to fuel you or you'll let it get in your head. I, I, res- I respect that he's, he's coming over, actually. I do Yeah, no, of that. course. I feel like he... I kind of feel like he has to in a way you know Judge we're the champion. champion yeah he's I a feel champion like he's coming over as a, yeah. also, it, it's interesting he's had the boxing match he's the guy he's the, he's the boxing guy I think he thought he'd go to Bethnal Green and it would be like oh this is a happy little English place like this oh, is yeah. lovely and I think he was I think they were all shocked by the reaction they're, they're, <laughs> the thing is the crowd that were there are um, not not the usual crowd that Logan and Jake yeah. appeal to or watch their videos or anything. So I feel like it was like, okay, we got our rented cars. We've come from St. Paul's Cathedral and uh, Buckingham Palace. And we just ended up in the middle of this, this show. And- uh, oh, Green's <laughs> nice, man. I think that's why JJ chose that one, in yeah, my head. Like, it's good. I think, I think it's good. Yorkles are very, um, <coughs> Prestigious venue when yeah. it comes to boxing. It's in yeah. history, boxing history. Yeah. Yeah. Yorkall, like, that's a very. When you. To say you box at Yorkall, I boxed there on one occasion. My dad boxed there as well. Like a lot of people, you want to box at Yorkall. And I feel like it was named top 10 on um, one of the the Ring magazine, which mm. is a big boxing magazine. I just want to say, you don't want to take a shit at Yorkall after the <laughs> toilet. I've, I had a look at those no, toilets, no. I had a quick piss before I went out. I was like, I'm not coming back in these. No, no it's, not, it's, not the mo- it's not the I, nicest place, but you can't get a bad seat in there. And that is yeah. why it's such a good venue. Whether you're in the balcony or on the floor, you're seeing what's happening. You're mm. so close to the action. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's probably why I went there. But yeah, seeing that uh, crowd definitely would have got to him. And just to think there's going to be thousands of that in the audience on the night it's going to be hard for him to deal with he hasn't dealt with it well so far so let's see how he deals with it on the big stage English people are just different like our demeanour is just different do you know what I mean yeah, we create a like different us. atmosphere yeah like people don't like going to football stadiums in England when they're not from England no like, like we, we have a big presence you know yeah. I feel like in LA you got a little like little girls screaming Walmart and it's like yeah. okay yeah, we can do with this like when you come here we're dominating what's yeah. happening you know when teams come like you said with the football they come over they go to Anfield and they're here in the Liverpool that throws people that's off yeah that's serious what was it like going to Russia because yeah. Russia Russia in the first place is an interesting country yeah um, no, obviously they had a great World Cup and there are lots of lovely people in Russia but there are also some very like, scary people in Russia going to Russia was an experience all this stuff makes me mature I think because I experience a lot of stuff travelling I've travelled a lot for some of my age through boxing mm-hmm. um, and um, when I went there I was just told just stay, stay with the team right yeah, don't don't wander off. Don't don't branch off anywhere because you might not see us again. Right. So stay with us and it'll be fine. So it was it's intense. Like it is intense and that plays on your mind. You know, you're a kid and you're thinking, Phew. but then your your parents tell you the same thing before you fly out. They're like, listen, you might be cool wandering around over here. Stay with the team. Mm. Do your thing because not everyone's gonna like you out there for multiple reasons. Well, do you react well to threat? Like when Logan walks in the gym, do you does your heart rate raise a little bit, or are you just one of those chill people? I'm pretty chilled. I'm, until you actually do something to me, I'm pretty chilled. You like, did all you. They did highlight something that you almost did on stage at the LA press conference because you kind of yeah yeah yeah. I think it crossed your head like I might slap this guy yeah. and then you sort of went kind of pulled back yeah because yeah. they got they started all pushing and shoving and they started invading my space. You mm. know, everyone's born with this circle of space. Yeah, and then when you step inside Stay it, you need bubble. to come back out. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they decided to step into our space and test our ground and authority, and we just offered a bit of resistance. That's all. And uh, you clearly watched the footage. I didn't go all out to 
try and smack Jake across the face. It was just a little come out of my come out of my way, you know. Yeah, and it done what it needed to do. They brought that. some big dudes on this. Yeah, like the thing is, this is a big difference in the camps. JJ has proper people in his camp that care about him, regardless whether he fights again or not. They have entourage. They have a big entourage. They have. Pe- I know there's definitely people in their circle that they don't know that don't even know each other. They're mm-hmm. just all hired and brought together and say we're with Logan today follow me 20 guys follow him and that's what happens I can guarantee that not everyone in that in that entourage there are all buddies get on and chill together that is the difference between Logan's camp and uh, JJ's camp we all know each other we're all close we all talk from security guard to physio to chef to PT boxing coach sparring partners everyone gets on I don't feel I get I don't know how do you guys feel do you feel you get that vibe where everyone that vibe. is yeah I mean you know? it was also it was evident from what we saw in the press conference yeah. in London like there were two um, I mean Facebook video makers in his entourage those people aren't normally there in on Logan's I'm, side I, I, don't, I don't know anything about them so I kind of don't want to yeah, say because no, I'm already being criticised yeah. enough I bet it's not it's yeah, not, yeah, but no, it's not course, about being critical I'm not making a critical evaluation I'm just saying like they don't I, I, know those sure people how, as well um, as JJ I, I don't know how how on earth uh Shannon Briggs ended up in, in yeah, that you know that's that just an, that's, world like we, said, we don't need we don't need to go go into it but that's a perfect Shannon thing. Briggs is a he's big just, fucking dude, isn't Shannon he? Shannon Briggs is a big guy, Jesus, man. Jesus, mate. He's a big guy. I've never felt small in my life until I stood next to him. I thought, Shannon Briggs, and he can, and he can fight. The, yeah. And he can fight, and which, which makes him even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've seen that shit where he goes up the fucking Klitschko. Klitschko, yeah. He was food. I lost some of that, son. He wanted that. He wanted that. That makes Klitschko even more brave for them pouring water over this guy's head. Like, no, but that, you, you see, if you've seen Klitschko, you understand why he pulled it. Yeah. There's sizes in this thing. Yeah. And yeah, he's a different size. Do you... Do you know Anthony Joshua or anyone like that? Did you train? No, him I don't know. I don't know AJ personally anymore. There was a point where we was in the same camps together, right, training up yeah. in uh, Sheffield. Um, I was a youth, um, and he was early stage of his pro career. And we used to talk up in in the um, camps and stuff. We never been close, never been boys. I'm not here to fabricate things. No, I'm just wondering we, as, a, as were, an expert. Right, yeah. um, because lately, obviously, since the Klitschko fight, his fighting style seems to have changed slightly, to yeah. me anyway. He's more conservative. He's he's playing he, a careful game. Opposition's getting harder. Yeah, as well. He, That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Opposition's getting harder. He's been knocked down. You know, okay, this is kind of tough. If I go out reckless and not think about my defence, I will get knocked down. And he's realised the dangers now of heavyweight boxing compared to at the start of his career. And now he has a lot to lose. And I feel mm-hmm. like... Because we've seen him get knocked out in the amateurs. That kid flat, that short yeah. horse flat like yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he, he was out he on his feet. He, he knows he can be. He knows he can be vulnerable now. <coughs> he's been reminded of his vulnerabilities, and I feel like he's being very cautious on uh, making sure that they're not exposed again, and it doesn't ultimately end in um, a defeat. Are you a cruiserweight, aren't you? Cruiserweight, yeah. Uh, yeah. Out of that triangle that everyone's sort of pitting right now with uh, Wilder, Joshua, and Fury, Fury, yeah. Who would you have come out as king of that? In your Fury is definitely the best boxer. Uh-huh. I agree. With that. I Do don't even sort of doubt looms? it at all. I think because I feel like he sort of looms over the other two almost. You know, like it, he's just left that ghost there for them, and he's like, "I'll see you later." Fury is definitely the best boxer. Technically, he's the best boxer. He's I love his he's, movement. His movement. He's got the most character outside, as we was talking about joining the two. He can do that, um, and he he wins it. 
I think he boxes Joshua. He beats him. He boxes Wilder. He beats him. That's just, I. I fully back Fury on on that. I, I have full confidence. How do you really think with him? Is it his fitness? Though? Yeah. Because, I mean, he did turn into an absolute fat lump of shit for a minute. He, he did, but when he's on form, he's on form. When yeah. he beat Klitschko, that was a twelve round stretch Cleaned of him out, clean he? boxing. And didn't, didn't land a glove on him, really, did he? That's Klitschko. the thing. I have, and I haven't seen Klitschko lose that convincingly. Even though AJ yeah. did stop him, yeah. it was a back and forth but fight. That, that I think Fury tweeted, I said it on Instagram, that he was like, you had the fight of your life. Uh, he didn't land a glove on me, mate. There's a big difference. Do you know it, what I mean? And it's true. It's, it's true. Um, I felt sorry for Fury, though, because he didn't get the adulation that... I know Anthony Joshua was like uh, golden the boy. golden boy of England, but yeah. I feel like Fury did an even better job on him in a way, it's, and nobody give a fuck because it's Fury and it's he's the bad boy. It's personality. I feel like sometimes in this country, sometimes over here, we don't like people that are too, you know, like like bragging and they're outspoken. too outspoken. We like the humble characters who are, I just get on with my day and I just do my job and I'm good at it. Thank you very much. Thank you very mm. much. They take to that more. I feel like in the states they like. The, the I'm gonna be. I'm gonna beat the shit out of you when I see you. I'm gonna. And Fury has that personality over here, so not everyone always takes to it, but it does make you want to watch him. Absolutely, yeah. Especially um, in the UK as well. I think, like you say, he's a really unusual character. JJ sort of has similar as well in that he is willing to play a role that yeah. isn't necessarily. JJ, he he doesn't mind being the villain. He doesn't mind being the villain. Like he like he says certain things. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I let you roll with it. Do your thing. Do your thing. And then it, that's what makes him who he is. Yeah. And that's why he is the biggest YouTuber we have because he just knows what to do at the right times to get the right attention to get the right people engaged. And credit to him, and he does does a good job of it. Mm. You, um, I seen on Twitter recently. You said you think Khabib beats Conor McGregor. Yes, I'm interested to know why because I don't agree. He's with been you to that. Russia, all right. And that's <laughs> how he knows. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, though. What, you might know something I don't. Yeah, what I know is that the hunger of McGregor. Mm previously in the UFC compared to now is not going to be the same no matter how much you do no matter how hard you train no matter how much you tell yourself and people it's a natural thing you just got paid a hundred million dollars to have a boxing match you come back to the UFC against a guy that's 25 and 0 and all he dreams about is you you got your you got your wife you got your kids you got your yacht you got your high life you've taken time off he's had a few troubles and whatnot outside of the octagon and this guy all he does is sit down wrestle beers as you've seen him (laughs) you've seen seen him and he thinks when he comes back all this accolades he's getting you watch I'm gonna take that he's never tasted defeat and there's a reason for it I think Khabib maybe if he fought Conor before Conor had the boxing match and everything Conor wins but now there's a different type of grit that Khabib is working towards not just winning he doesn't want to just beat Conor McGregor he wants to take everything that Conor McGregor gets oh he's one of the best to do it he wants that he wants to take that and Conor ain't going to have that same hunger after achieving what he has it's that old uh, saying uh, hard to wake up and run in the morning when you wake up and sat and shoot it's true Conor's going to get up and run but Khabib's going to he's got that hunger and that thing to work I think skill wise I genuinely think Conor is the better fighter because yes. Khabib uh, it's all wrestling his stand up is really mediocre very uh, mediocre he's quite slow and he and he leads with the chin and he sort of he just runs forward and uh, if so if we get the Connor from before yes who, say by some miracle he is as motivated as before I think he'll just be too quick and you'll catch him coming pick in pick him off yeah um, the thing is I've, we'll I definitely feel like 
that's what makes the fight great, right? That you don't know who actually will, you don't know who will win. Connor got the counters. Uh, Khabib got the ground game. I've seen fights that Connor's won where he spent quite a lot of time on the ground. He managed to get off the ground and win. Uh, but I don't. I think once he hits the ground this time, Khabib is known to. Khabib's a good control. Yeah, he's known to just swarm you into exhaustion and pound you out. Mm-hmm. Can we get a, a little, without giving away too much, uh, how you see this fight ending uh, between JJ and Logan? Oh no, he, I, I believe he he stops him within four rounds. That is my honest opinion. I think within four rounds he will stop Logan. You said before we went on. I think you. JJ literally just did the best sparring of his life uh, in the last. That's a of days. fact. He's had um he had a very 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 good sparring session. Who uh, you know a lot of people were there. A lot of, even my dad was there actually. I brought I brought my dad in just to have a look and be a more experienced version of me. And what did dad say? Yeah, he was very impressed, and he's never impressed. So, oh wow, that's good. JJ's, <laughs> JJ's talking about going pro. Yeah, uh, do you think that that's uh, premature? Something that can happen. I think. Pro boxing isn't pro in other sports. Like when you're pro in other sports, you are you're gonna be a certain standard that you can't just dip into. I feel like this is why a lot of people think they can do boxing because there is drastic like differences. Even though they're both called pros, there's pro world champion. And there's, then there's pro just world pro. champion. Uh-huh. There's AJ's of the world, and mm-hmm. then there's other guys that literally will drive a cab during the day and go and fight in the evening. If JJ wants to be a pro, he can definitely have a pro fight. I ain't gonna go and put him in there against myself or someone like that. <laughs> you know, I would. You, you pick the opponent but you, accordingly. You, you think he could yeah. get in there with another yeah. pro and, and do all yes. right for himself? Yes, I think he could be a professional boxer mm-hmm. because I know how pro boxing is and I know how the levels work and just because you've acquired a pro license doesn't mean your skills match one of the things I've been asked to ask you about more than anything yeah. is what happened with Deji um, oh yeah yeah I forgot about that you were training <laughs> Deji for a yeah. period of time yeah. can you give us an idea of what that was like and, and why it ended training training Deji was a a new task for me as a coach it was difficult because He's um, harder to work with than JJ, but he possesses abilities. He just doesn't pick things up as quick as JJ. Mm-hmm. But he was you got to re- you got to go on him a bit more. You got to mm-hmm. be on him a bit more and say, Deji, go again, go again, go again, go again." And w- once you got him there, he's he got some qualities that even JJ didn't possess. To, and it, like his speed, power, head movement, natural ability, is literally better than JJ, in my opinion. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. Like when you actually think about it, I was look, watching him spar one time, and I was like, "He, you do things that even your brother don't do." And I haven't even we haven't really worked on it that much yet. Because I I did see uh, from the early videos when he was just hitting the deck very quickly, yeah. And then there was a couple of sparring videos that came out later on when yeah. you had some time with him. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a drastic improvement from Deji. Um, Definitely. So, what was the reason why you stopped training together, sort of thing? It was all logistics it was the travel mm. it was the fact uh, he wasn't he's made it publicly known he wasn't happy at the Simon house mm-hmm. um, he wasn't happy with the support he was receiving outside of boxing training me and Deji have no personal issues at all mm. as cool as we were before obviously I see him less because I don't train him as much but the feeling that when I was training him and when we went to LA to the press conference together and whatnot, we'll see each other it's the same 
good feelings and good same good vibes. It's just that he wasn't gonna travel all the way from Peterborough to train with me when he decided to move back home. It, it feels like, um, although you, every, everything you say makes sense with yeah. the skills of Deji, like he's naturally very good. Yeah, uh, Jake has maybe even more of a size advantage on Deji than Logan does on JJ. Like, yeah, I agree. Jake, Jake's I agree. a big, quite a big lad. Like he's yeah. quite thick set with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like when it comes to um, aesthetics, yeah, Deji is definitely a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. He isn't gonna be. He isn't bigger. He isn't wider. If Deji puts his head down or has been putting his head down and grinding as it seems, I put my money on Deji because I know Deji's mentality. He wants to prove the world wrong. He thrives off proving people wrong. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't want to be the shadow of anyone. He doesn't want to be just JJ's brother. He wants to show people I'm Deji. And if that motivate, if he takes that motivation into his sprints, into his sparring, when he enters the ring and things get hard, if he if that spirit hits him when he's like, I'm sick and tired of this. I don't. I need to prove myself. I am serious and I want to win. He'll beat Jake because I don't believe Jake has that grit in him. I think Jake's gonna be more athletic. I think he's gonna have all the natural ability. I think if it really gets gritty and hard in there, Deji can win the fight. That's really interesting insight, man. Um, can we go back to the Las Vegas trip because the, yeah. this was sort of life changing for you this trip really we, we didn't really cover it before but you were asked to get in the ring and spar in front of the Mayweather uh, trainers yeah 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 yeah. so that was um, that was the first time I'd seen you box by the way oh yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's I'm the first watching, time everyone's seen a bit of footage yeah, I'm watching yeah. this footage and uh, bearing in mind like I'd literally just been uh, I'd interviewed Bisping just before then and I'd watched Bisping and JJ uh, sparring together or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've been watching fighting for like over twenty years now, and I must admit I was fucking blown away. Thanks, like, man. I, I thought I you were absolutely that. fantastic. The, for the how big you are, you move like you're like a fucking cat. I've not, <laughs> you're fast, mate. Yeah, he's fast as fuck. This guy. <laughs> For such a big dude, I, could, I I was watching it. Thanks, man. I wouldn't have thought twice about fucking taking you on on the industry. I thought, fuck that. Do you know what yeah, I mean? No, I, I, um, I managed to put in a good performance for myself. Like, I feel like going there, I was JJ's trainer to them. Mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, this guy's just following KSI. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm his coach. They're like, okay, cool. They put you in with high level guys. Though. Yeah, because I, I asked to spot with Betty Jack. Who's two weight world champion, um, and yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, I asked to spar with spar with him, and they were like, "Ooh, he's a two weight world champion." I'm like, "I know who he is." Like, but I'm, <laughs> trying, to get, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to get some rounds in. Like, give me some rounds. <laughs> they were like, "Nah, you don't need to spar with him." But if you, if there's anyone else around the gym that we can find, you can do some rounds with them. So I was like, "All right, cool. Well, let's find someone. I'll do some sparring." And then they found a guy, and then that's the footage that we've seen in the um, documentary and we've seen in JJ's vlog. Um, you smashed him, basically. Yeah, I've done, I done what I needed to do. I, I, I put, uh, as I say, I put a good performance in. I, I, I represented myself well. And um, the next day, I was asked to spar with uh, Andrew Tabi, who is number four in the world with one of the top governing bodies they didn't like, film that did they that wasn't filmed camera no cameras for that yeah. one how did that uh, go then I, I done well I heard <laughs> I, um, I heard you did very well I managed to show that I belong in that field mm. and it was crazy to think okay I'm an amateur boxer I've come across here I'm sparring with one of the top guys in the world number one in the country um, at my weight class 
and I've managed to make him think, oh, okay, this guy is young and he could be a bit of a threat in the future. And I've done what I needed to do and off that I've managed to, you know, get somewhere. So Jeff Mayweather signed you, didn't he? Yeah, so yeah, Jeff and uh, Amir Abdullah, who's my manager, uh, just my head coach, they decided to offer me a contract. And so, yeah, it's crazy because Amir was the guy that said, I'm not allowed to spar with Baddy Jack. And then when I was watching the documentary back yesterday, I'm thinking that guy's my manager now. Like I actually have the same manager yeah. as a two-way world champion who he said, nah, you can't. He'll probably get me to do loads of rounds with him. So, now. <laughs> it's interesting though, because now your life, your life's been changed by this whole experience. Yeah. And you're one of the, like a side story to a lot of people, but I kind of can't help but feel like uh, in 10 years time, there'll be someone watching you on pay-per-view going, that was KSI like, yeah. ago. I think it's a very unique uh, way of doing things. I feel like it's the first time ever where the um, online YouTube community world will care a lot about actual pro boxing mm-hmm. because they have that link. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's, it hasn't. It hasn't been done before. There's no. There's no. There's been no reason for it to be done. Mm-hmm. Where a YouTube, where the YouTube community, the online community, will care about pro boxing as much just because I was JJ's trainer. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, it is a, it is a pioneering thing. When I you think could, about it, it's up, crazy. I, yeah. looked, I was thinking the other day it was when we set this up. I was like, you see what Conor McGregor's doing with the Mac life, and you see what other YouTube, you could build yourself a massive following by starting up a YouTube channel and showing everything that you're doing off of the back of this and grow your own fan base out of that yeah, and, and so that when you come to sell pay-per-views in the future you've got that fan base this is, this is the thing it's like we, we've got the I've got the exposure that a lot of people strive really hard to get I've managed to acquire it through a different angle but numbers is numbers views of views mm-hmm. people are people and now it's my job to make sure that all of this talk and all of this positive praise that I get just ends up being here you go I fulfilled what JJ said I was going to be which is a future world champion how did I feel when he said that after the uh, I always as you can tell I try to always stay you know like calm but you know smile went like this cheek to cheek I didn't know what to do but I was like you know what because I believe it it's something that I believe it's something that my dad believes something that my close family believe Uh my friends believe and to hear is that your ultimate goal yeah my, my goal is to be the best I can be and fulfill my potential and i seen worse people worse boxers than me become world champions so if I fulfill my potential yeah. I'll be a world I mean, champion to be honest with you I interviewed Tony Bellew uh, who I fucking love the guy to yeah. be honest he's an absolute warrior but he doesn't box as well as you do no like I've, I, I uh, do you know what I'm saying when I say no, that I, I if, fully, if he's ever I seen this thing, I'm not being disrespectful but like no, no, from I a technical standpoint you. I, your movement is a different level see Tony, Tony Bellew's a good fighter and he's a prime example of working with what you got He's you a might smart not, fighter. Yeah, you might not have movement, you might not have abs, you might not have everything, but you work with what you got, and that's what makes boxing an exciting sport. Mm-hmm. You gotta work with what you have. Mm. And that's what makes him the fighter he is. That's mm-hmm. why he's a world champion. I do think I'm technically a better boxer than Tony Bailey. I would say that. I do I do think that. I watch myself and think, okay, I'm prettier to watch. Uh people are more likely to watch me than watch Tony Bailey. <clears throat> but they so you have him. to give him the credit where it's due. No, he does they, what he they needs love to do. Tony, and, and you just can't uh, take that, that away from him. That makes your, like you say, personality out of the ring, and, and someone investing in your story. Like he's a classic example of that, isn't he? Yeah, oh, 
Unbelievable. Um, so I'm going to look through. I've got some other questions from Twitter. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Just in case. Let's, let's, let's hope we don't get no funny, funny questions on uh, there. First question yes. from Twitter is from a, a person you might know, uh, KSI. Yeah. What was it about the girl in the he, hotel? He just knows what? how to wear me. <laughs> That's it. They can't take you him knew in this sometimes. was coming after he said that. You know what? I was looking at it and I thought, this guy, like, out of everything, you know, he knows how to get everyone talking. There ain't, there's, no, there's no hotel. There's no girls. <laughs> nah. Nah, not it must me. be difficult, though, because... Previously in this interview, I've believed yeah. every word you've said. That's ah! a fucking lie. That's a lie. <laughs> you know, look, I'm just, just, li- just living my life. life. Living my life. All right, all right. Um, yeah, okay. It's fifty-fifty still for me though. Okay. Trying to throw me under the bus. It must, no, it must, be di- <laughs> it must be difficult though when you do have when you're you're in great shape. Yeah, you know you're someone who's now very prominent. You're you know you're wearing your earrings and you're yeah. feeling good. Like he's got me, you know. He's got me. Yeah, he's trying to do. What's it like having? See that smile. It goes. Yeah. What's it like having all that attention all of a sudden? It's a very different kind of attention to walk around Bethnal Green and everyone going, you yeah, know. Has, I know your DMs are getting fucking blown up right it now. It has its positives. Yeah. It has its negatives. Yeah, exactly. Just like everything. But I was taught from my mother not to rush these things. Mm-hmm. And um, just take your time. Focus on what you need to focus on and that's something that just blossoms in the background. You're a role model, man. Yeah. You, <laughs> next, the way next that you question. talk about it, it's beautiful. We've got... Um, <laughs> Who who is the boxer that has inspired you the most? So Ray Jones Jr. is my favorite boxer. Right. That is the guy that Do you I think look he went at. on a bit too long. He definitely went yeah. on a bit too long. He should have retired a long time ago. But he is my favorite boxer. Didn't he, did he fight uh, Kalzagi? He did fight Kalzagi at the later part of his yeah, career. Right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, always felt Kalzaghi. like he would have beat Kalzagi if oh, he was prime. Hundred percent. And 100%. I think Kalzagi got think him just been, at the right time. I don't think there's been a better boxer in their prime than Ray Jones Mm -hmm. Jr. It's between him and Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson prime and Ray Jones Jr. prime are the best fighters ever, in my opinion. Actually fascinating to see the detail in the documentary where JJ talks about sitting down and watching Tyson. Yeah. Which is fascinating. I think think if you box or you try to box, Mike Tyson's one of the first names that you pop in. You you move a bit like that though. You you cite a side. You need need to mix everything in. Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch one fighter and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to be like him. Ah, I want to watch him. I want to say, okay, Tyson throws his hook like this and slips like this. Roy Jones Jr. does this. Uh, Even AJ holds his hands very correctly. He's got good balance. I could take that from him. And that's what would make me the ultimate fighter. Mm -hmm. That's actually like the Bruce Lee's attitude, wasn't it? Like, yeah, take a little bit of everything mm-hmm. because why would you pick one thing if you can pick all? Who goes pick and mix and yeah. fills the bag with one bag of sweets, same sweet, and then walks off? Everyone look at you weird. Yeah, it's true. You talked <laughs> about Who doesn't how pick laces though. Do you, you know what I mean? You talk, strawberry laces is just the best. You <laughs> talked before about um, how you're now going to take a following from YouTube or via pro boxing. Yeah. Uh, how do you think? pro boxing audiences are going to view this fight there's going to be a bit of uproar mm-hmm. there's going to be a bit of oh he ain't really done half of what I've done there's going to be a few guys like that there's going to be a few guys that are all for it and saying yeah man do your thing you know show some new angle because Logan that. and JJ by, by the time the pay-per-view numbers are counted oh, they're going to make it's going to be crazy I'm, I'm, I was on the the first time I said 20 million views I was pretty close on that I got that spot. Yes, and this is going to be over. 
It's gonna be crazy. But the, the, with them, with them charging for this, we don't, we don't know how how YouTube audiences respond. But I, they're gonna make good money these lads, and they deserve to as well because they're yeah. putting they're putting a lot on the line in terms of physical health, but they're also putting a lot Time. on in terms of reputation and pride, as you say. And you know? they, as you said, they deserve it because these are guys that are fully capable of making tons of money doing other things. They can do it pretty much. They, yeah, game they can do, do yeah. other things and make but a living. This event on. They put they're putting this event on. That's why I credit to Logan, credit to JJ because they're deciding to go into a deep water here and say, you know what? Not only are we gonna, we're gonna fight. Mm. We're actually gonna fight for all you guys. Because they could have just sat down and played like a game of FIFA or something. Mate, they could have <laughs> played. They could have. You know I mean? They totally. could have played Fortnite yeah. together and it yeah. would have got. Let's get the UFC views. out. Yeah, we'll knock each other out. Yeah, on exactly. That. A lot yeah. easier. Fight night. Um, Madden. Great. Game. What is the hardest part of training JJ so far for you? Sometimes I get Because uh, me and JJ are close So I get frustrated sometimes If I see him taking certain punches and whatnot, I, 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 I'm like, oh, like I can feel the punches I'm like you don't need to take those punches mm-hmm. So sometimes I get a bit emotional about it I'll be honest You know I'm, I'm poker face most of the time but then when he is taking some punches or he has certain sessions, I'm like, man, like I probably I get, I, you know, I get a bit down about it. We both get a bit down about it. But then I think that's what helps the improvement. So the hardest bit is how close we are. It has its ups and it has its downs. Uh, how much has JJ improved since the Joe Weller fight in your Ugh. opinion? Mate, he's improved tons. That he's was from Logan tons. Paul, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he's improved. He's improved a lot. Yeah. I feel like we have a really good base to work with after that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you could see how much he was using his jab, which is an underrated punch in boxing. He was using it more than a lot of body shots, which surprised me. A lot, of body, a lot yeah. of body shots. I always said to him, up and down, up and down, up and down. We always work on it, up and down, because it, it's so easy to head hunt. Mm. It looks great, doesn't it? It looks yeah. great. You take a big punch to the nose, you go, oh yeah, it looks great. If you've hit, you've been hit with a body shot before, have you been? If you've been, hit, if you haven't been hit with a body shot. One day we'll test it. So out. that's what that's that's the thing. <laughs> that's what actually struck me during this documentary. I've never watched a documentary before and thought, "Wow, I want to try that out." But watching you train JJ and the way that it um, you instill discipline in him as someone who wants to put a bit more discipline into their life at the moment, I think it was something I want. I, you want you almost want to experience it. It's like I was saying to you the other day. I want to get into a cage with a shark. The shark's outside the cage, but you yeah. want, you almost want to be punched a couple like, of times. How much do you know of, about yourself since you've been in a fight? The amount of people that actually. I think we'll try boxing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're going to go and have fighters, but there are people that might just say, you know, a sports direct, so a pair of gloves, it's a little heavy bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to pick that up. Might whack it like three occasions in their life and be like, it's tiring, but yeah, it's decent. The only time I've ever been right? punched in it, like I, I remember getting punched by a bully in the, the body once and just being was that like- that girl in year four? Yeah. <laughs> no, Brian, this was a child who waited, this is a, another child who waited outside Metro as I was buying milk for my mum. Um, and he was doing that through the window. Body by a girl. Uh, and I remember he told us this That's story. The mo- no, no, this is the most popular podcast ever. And people still message me and go, that story inspires me because I was being bullied no, by someone who No, because didn't big. a tree fall on us? Something. Tree fell on her, yeah. Oh, that's sorted her, right? That's so what happens if you fuck just say about, it? I'm going to put a tree on you. If, if someone right? does bully you, just hope a tree falls on them. So yeah, Genuinely, yeah, that, that, that moment when you see a tree... I'm sure that sorts a problem. That moment when you see a tree fall on someone, you'll Feel never have such glee as when you see a tree fall on someone. <laughs> you must have felt good. Your chest must have went real uh, high. Yeah. Right? Oh, straight away, yeah. yeah. Straight away, you're, you're like, don't fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. I'll make a tree fall on you, bitch. Um, yeah, no, I was nine at the time. I didn't know the word bitch. With, with, uh, with this, though, uh, we hope, like, because you, you hear what people like 
Tony Bally, Tyson Fury have been coming out saying that the knife crime's like ridiculous right now and like if JJ and Logan can push kids down a, a good road of like that's, that's the thing like we managed off the Joe fight as you see at the end of the documentary we managed to set up a boxing camp where we get the kids in they come down they just learn a little bit just of what JJ was learning for the Joe fight and continuing to learn for the Logan fight just getting fitness in we get people travel around Europe we have a guy guy came from Hungary twice to wow. join the camp and just train with us and it's, it's thinking wow like we inspired you to leave your country get mm-hmm. on a plane and learn a bit of boxing that That's is crazy. nuts mm-hmm. and um, it these guys don't realise what they're doing because they live in their world they live in their world of just doing what they do and when you leave out your when you step out of your bubble you realise like I'm inspiring this guy. I'm inspiring this kid. This kid thinks that he might be world champion one day or he's going to try and work to be world champion one day because he saw JJ beat Logan on the 25th. I think it's good that you've got um, aspirations outside of like, not only do you want to just achieve your goals, but you like the idea of building a bigger picture as well. I I feel like you've mentioned boxers going on for a bit too long. I feel like it's because they don't have many avenues uh, where, like they don't have other avenues on what they want to do I feel or like they've TV, yeah. they've dedicated their whole life to being the best boxer they can be they reap the accolades and the rewards of it but then when they look to turn to somewhere else they, there's not much to turn to so they say you know what I'm just going to come out of retirement and fight again it becomes a habit I, there's loads of other things I want to do I want to dip into clothing I want to do more with the boxing camps and stuff like that like there's so many things I want to do like realistically you don't want to get punched in your face longer than you have to you yeah. know what I mean I'm pretty good looking right now <laughs> so I don't really want that no, you've got your fucking head screwed on yeah, mate, which yeah. is a good thing yeah. let's keep it that way yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. last question how would you like to be remembered how would I like to be remembered hmm I don't want to be liked by everyone I don't want to be remembered as a as likeable for everyone because then I think you're fake you know I want to be remember as a genuine person I want some people to remember me as a prick <laughs> yeah this is the truth mm-hmm. I want some people to remember me as a prick I want the people I love and really care for and everyone that supports me to remember me for what I had done and what I achieved and the personality I had but then I also want some people to think uh, the negatives of me because that keeps conversation going because if everything's positive conversation ends isn't it I, I think you've that. got a really balanced view of the world, mate, and I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I, like that. I, want, I want that balance. Yeah. Be, it's been a good chat, lads. Really Honestly, I look to forward to, to the fight. It's going to be a good one. Boom. Um, I was obviously. genuinely inspired. Like, people who haven't bought a documentary, uh, someone who makes documentaries or tries to, um, I was really struck by you as a character in the documentary. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of guests on the show that we talk to. I think I took quite a lot away from the documentary from the stuff that you said. So... Um, it was crazy like when, I, when we was in the cinema there's people walking past me and they're like you might not know it but you that documentary was like yeah. you done that you, no, you it's really life changing. made that this is like, life changing shit yeah like you that documentary if you wasn't in it it would have wouldn't have been half of what it was and yeah. I'm just like alright cool but like everyone was really saying that the way the performance was on screen and the presence that was there complemented by the story of JJ makes for a uh, 
massive thing it's actually number one on iTunes now as well yeah decent man Smart. sometimes talented people will hook up with people with big numbers and the two of them benefit that's a good one yeah. don't, don't forget to order the fight KSI versus Logan if you haven't already we're commentating we're going to be there have a it's going to be after big. party we were in the first documentary I told you I was sitting in the cinema and I called you immediately as soon as I left didn't I and I was like so proud of you what you did in, in that fight my commentary was spectacular going to be even better next time anyway we've been jabbering on anyway this is great yeah hit the like button subscribe follow Vidal on Instagram thanks for watching we'll see you later